it taught me early on that if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. So I have to be in charge. I am in charge of my own ship, of my family, of my life, of my health, of my career, of our future. It's no one is going to come and sort it out for me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Goals Do Come True, my weekly podcast. And today I am joined by Rosita McGowan. Rosita is, as she says, a conscious property tax advisor. She's an accountant and a member of Power Teams. Her principles are saving you money, making tax simple to understand. We met on Clubhouse, that new thing that the kids are into at the moment, and uh, we've connected and we're going to set up a room. Gotta be careful for people. We're, we're setting up a room, not getting a room, you know, just so that that's all very, very clear. <laughs> we're talking, we're going to be talking about property tax, business structures. Might all sound a little bit dull and boring, but that's on Clubhouse. But come and join us if, if, if you would like to. But I'm going to hand over to Rosita now. She's going to tell us a little bit about us, how she's implemented goals in her life. A little bit of her backstory. She has been telling me a little bit about it. It's quite interesting. I think I, you know, was mid midway through listening to her telling me what was going on. And I thought I've got to have her as a guest. So, Rosita, over to you. Tell us a little bit about your background, family. We'll take it from there. Thank you. Well, first of all, Doug, pleasure to meet you, and thank you for having me here. I was clubbing on a clubhouse, <laughs> looking for my dance partner my partner in crime and there there you were recommended so looking forward to our venture together a little bit about me well we used to live in kent and then we came on holiday here a few times i think it was on our second holiday that we said actually this is the way to live i love countryside i love the slower of life and we thought it was much better way to bring up our children so that was july and in november we came back for three weeks we booked three week holiday i remember that we stayed in two different places so it was kingsbridge and it was totness and there was a week somewhere else that i can't remember kingsbridge was a complete holiday town ghost town in november and totness was just buzzing with life it was wonderful as soon as we drove down that evening and smell the scent of log burners and the, the fire burning and the, it was just everything just felt home and by january we were here and it's amazing when stuff is meant to happen how quickly it can happen i always say heaven is heaven i mean we connected in that respect because i went there for five or six days sort of last year turns out that you're just down the road from from the little pub that we stayed in telling me that in the river you can swim in the river and there's nice pools and everything. And it's like, you know, it sounds idyllic, but there wasn't a goal involved in that. And, you know, it was just something that you just happened. And sometimes I think sometimes you've got to seize that feeling. Would you yeah, agree? Totally. I mean, you, you nailed it. I grew up surrounded by countryside and it's something that I've been drawn to all my life. I, I suppose I resented gardening what my mum used to do when I was younger but when I came to England 20 years ago I just couldn't rest I just couldn't settle for the first year or two 
there was something wrong. I, I, I just couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't figure out. And then when I moved to a house with a garden, I thought, this is what it is. This is what I need. I need woods. I need forest. I need sea. I need river. I need to be able to see it. Even now I'm sitting and I'm looking out at, you know, at a greenery and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And so I've been searching for it. I remember when I moved in with my husband, ex-husband in Kent, and I drove down his street. And on that road, there was not a single tree. That's the first thing I noticed. I thought, oh, my God, where am I coming to? Not long after that, we moved here. And it, it's, it's definitely been a goal. Is something that I desired deeply within. And when opportunity arose, it was like, I'm taking it. It's fine. Excellent. So uh, that that's something for everybody out there. It's like, you know, make sure that if if something comes your way, you take advantage of it. And I think one or two of the other co-hosts that I've had, that's part of their philosophy on things is is like, you know, things come your way, just reach out and grab. There's a reason that they've entered into your lives. Now, one of the other things that you were talking about is that you think you think you've got ADD? You know, you've got a little special way of, of, of gathering data together. So tell, tell us a little bit about that. I sometimes get into this. I start on one side and then I end up on the other side. And then, you know, I ended up with loads of papers. But then I started getting these notepads. So I use them for studies as well. And they're just very simple. I've got the whole pile of them. And then I would label them. And at least I can find them. So there is a sort of system. At least I can find things when I look for them. So I will have marketing. I'll have um, work-related. There'll be something, conversations with clients. There will be that notes that I made, friends, children, lists to do. It's taken me, you know, 40 years to actually realize that this is what's going on, that this is not quite a normal way to go about. Well, normal, I don't know what's normal, what's mm -hmm. not. There could be a better way. So when I met more and more people who have been diagnosed with it, it's actually made a lot of sense. And I, I got to a stage where I couldn't organize my house in, in you know properly. I'm thinking, how is this happening? Why am I why is it so messy? We we hired somebody who came and tidied the house up. It sounds ridiculous, but she it was amazing. She organizes clutter. She will help you part with it. But I was ready to let go. I just needed a system. And it's wonderful. Yeah, I'm really, really happy. It helps to clear your mind. That's interesting. You know, if you haven't got a skill in something, outsource it. Get somebody in to help you. I mean, I'm finding that a lot. And there's a lot of talk about getting support if your skills aren't as good in a particular area maybe maybe getting some support is a good thing the problem is of course you know people go well it's expensive but then if you can't find anything and you're not focused and you're not able to get anywhere that's going to cost you a lot more in the future so um, look on it as a bit of an investment really rather than the cost in those sorts of things i think we can't buy time and by outsourcing these tasks, this is how we are able to buy time. That's how I can see it. That's how I see it. Because when you do something that you can't actually do, if I can't organize, it will take me so long, it will drain me and it will take me so much longer to recover from it. And I would lose not just that time doing that task, but I would lose more so 
um, in recovery. And, you know, when we're not happy, we're not happy. Yes, it yeah. will have an effect on everything else that you do. Absolutely. Okay. So you're a bit concerned when I said, you know, come along about goals and stuff like that. But I think you've achieved quite a few bits and pieces and you're probably sitting, you know, hiding your own bushel. So that because you studied at home to do your tax exams and stuff like that. So tell us a bit about your accountancy background and how that's come together. If I start with what you said with regards to goals, I have sort of written them down every now and then. You know, at times I would just feel overwhelmed and I would just sit down and write what it is that I want to achieve, what I want to, where I want to be within a certain period of time, what's important to me, you know, getting priorities right. And everything that I wanted in life, even from since I was a little child, I've always had it. I, I've always got everything I wanted. So maybe I don't want much, but I think when I was a kid, I wanted a wonderful husband and two children, girl and a boy. And that was my dream. And then I had that, but then that fell apart. And I was left with, oh my goodness, I haven't got family. That was my like life goal. But then I reinvented that family on the actual values and the feelings that that family gives us, how, how fulfilled we are. So it's not the number of people in a family, it's what we each bring to the table. And I have a wonderful family. I'm a single mom with a girl and a boy, just like I desired. So again, I'm blessed with that. And I'm really happy. And so with regards to my accountancy and tax, that was again, it was a bit of a humorous story, actually. When I came to England, I spoke to my friend, Jeff. Um, if he ever hears this, he's probably, he perhaps will remember this conversation. I said, tell me which jobs pay best. And that was 21 years ago. He said, well, it's either a lawyer or an accountant. I said, I don't think I can be a lawyer, but I think I can do accounting. I've always been good with maths. I'm thinking, I can do this. And that's how it started. And the more I got into accounting, the more I realized how much I enjoy tax and how much I like it, how much it interests me. And I, I did, I remember not long ago, the um, Gallup test, I think it's a strength finder. And it was just highlighted why I've chosen this profession, because it fulfills my every need. I need mental challenge. I need intellectual stimulation. I need constant change. And it's wonderful. I, you know, I couldn't have chosen a better job, I feel. So I feel blessed with that. It's something that I took upon myself. And rather than going, uh, you know, usual route, getting trained through practice, which I'm not um, undermining in any way, I have chosen to put, again, my family first and be able to run my business around my children and educate myself. And I landed myself an amazing mentor who is wonderful wonderful tax specialist in in the uk and he's kindly holding my hand through every case so i'm forever grateful i'll have to ask him next time if i actually able to mention this mention his name but the interesting thing there is because uh, we we had a chat about this beforehand is you asked you mm -hmm. asked somebody that was very very capable in his arena and the arena that you wanted to be. You took that brave step because that very often is a very, very brave step to ask somebody. And he said, yes. And he also said, nobody had ever asked him before. 
And that, you know, I think is the crazy, crazy thing about this. Sometimes the help that you get can come from amazing places, but all you need to do is ask. And now you've got that support. So, I mean, I've got support in my peers and I just ask them something, you know, because we can't possibly know everything that there is to know about everything. Yeah, sure. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant thing. You know, just sometimes just ask for help. Most people are nice. Most people that are really, really good at what they do Mm -hmm. are nice and they're happy to share. So don't be afraid to ask. That would be one thing I would pick up there. And it's good because, you know, you can you can do things that you can possibly know how to do a lot more speedily if you've got that sort of knowledge and support behind you. So make sure that you ask if you want some help. I think that's if a, you don't ask, a good thing. you don't get. And I, I know, you know, fear gets in the way for most of us. And a lot of people will say to me, my goodness, how did you do that? To them, they cannot fathom that. And I say, in, in some ways, my disadvantaged childhood and my, you know, it's, it's been a blessing in disguise. It taught me early on that if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. So I have to be in charge. I am in charge of my own ship, of my family, of my life, of my health, of my career, of our future. It's no one is going to come and sort it out for me. You've got to have belief in yourself as well. I think sometimes that's very, very difficult to achieve. That's the thing. Deciding what it is that you want, going out and getting it. That's, I think, a couple of lessons that we can pick up from there. They talk about these things called big, hairy, audacious goals, right? They're like mega have you got any of those in the horizon? I mean, you, you know, that you think, oh, if I could achieve that, that would be amazing. Or have you done one in the past? I'm quite pragmatic and I really try and I do often succeed living in present moment. So as long as I'm fulfilled and I'm going forward with that, you know, vision that I have, that feeling, the only way I can describe it is a feeling that I have, Doug. What really got me into tax is I do want to make a difference. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I felt if I learn the subject, I will understand it better if I know everything about it and the answers will come. I I can see myself doing more speaking and that's something I would like to do, but I think I need to refine my message and I'm on a journey. I would like to teach our young and disadvantaged um, of financial matters, importance of it, planning for the future and importance of paying tax and also understanding what's fair amount of tax and doing it correctly. So there are lots of aspects that go to that. I know we as parents, most of us, we want to teach our children the, to give them these skills earlier on and understanding. It will come. It will come with the right people, with time. I'll refine that message and I'll be able to get it out there. Uh, but at the moment, I'm doing it with my children, spreading the word with families around me how I'm doing it. Okay. I mean, that's, a, that's quite an important thing. Obviously, I'm, I've been a financial advisor for 30 odd years. So I think need to get my sons up to have a chat with them about, you know, the things that they maybe heard me say in the past or things that they've picked up. They can say, well, you know, Dad, you said this. That would be really cool because I think I've said things to them. But, you know, you just never know, do you? Do you know if no. kids are listening to you? 
Are there any adults out there? They They actually are listening. They are listening. Yeah, because they don't listen to, they they show you as though they don't listen to you. But then when they go to other people's homes, you hear that what you told them has actually, you know, they have applied and they can behave and they can say please and thank you to other people. (laughs) Yes, even though it might be more challenging at home. Normally say at this point, is there any nuggets, any gems that you think you, you know, we give people a shameless plug about what they do. So, you know, tell us exactly what it is that you do. And then also give us a nugget of something you think, well, everybody needs to know this. It's probably known, but not well known. So if you've got anything in there, tell us a little bit about what you do, your business and stuff like that, and then share a nugget with us. Oh, you should have given me a heads up about the nuggets. I would have thought that through. No, um, no, the best ones come when people are on the spot. It's I not found. here. It's not here. <laughs> it's not landed yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell it. T- tell us what what you're looking for in the way of clients, then to start with, and then you know something like click in. Come on. What's my ideal client? So my ideal client is a property investor. Property investors who who have big goals. I like to work with people who have passion, who have drive, who have vision. I, I like people with big goals. I, I love to learn about the business. I love to connect with them. It uplifts everyone. And that's how I feel about, you know, tax. I know it's boring for many people, but, you know, when you save money to someone, it is it's not so boring. It's very joyous experience. So yeah, that's that's me. I do tax advice and accounting. Accounting just comes as part of the job, mm-hmm. but tax is something I'm really passionate about. And who wouldn't be passionate about saving tax? Exactly. I exactly. Mean, that is my point. That's it. Exactly. So there we have it. We have the nugget. Oh, we have the nugget there. Thank you. You can save people tax but specifically you like property investors yes we will make sure that your details are contained in the show notes so if anybody's listening that's in that position and they want to have a chat with you about it they'll be able to get hold of you but anything else go for it yeah so i just wanted to say the reason why property tax is because property tax encompasses pretty much every area of tax because if you were to separate different areas of tax, it, it, it would be difficult for people to understand. But when you invest in property, sort of everything comes together. It is lovely. And how to get hold of me? I'm not the most active on social media, although if you are clubbing on a clubhouse, <laughs> please come and find me. I'm clubbing there every day. <laughs> That seems to be a platform that really works for me. I, I I have accounts on Facebook and Instagram, and you can reach me on there, send me a message, I will respond. It's just that I'm not active on there yet. LinkedIn too, like well, I say, my profile is there, but I'm not constantly posting. I'm clubbing okay. right now. You're clubbing right now. And who wouldn't want to be clubbing right now? That's I it, mean, Doug. Goodness gracious. You um, know, 20 came again. <laughs> okay so everybody i hope you enjoyed that a little bit of um taxation talking a couple of ideas on there about seizing the opportunities as they come your way 
making big notebooks about, well, everything that's going through your life, if that's the way that it works for you. And Rosita, thank you very much for joining me today. As I say, we'll make sure that your notes are available in your, you know, contact details are available in the show notes. Remember, everybody, if you enjoy this, please share. Give us a review on Apple and Spotify and we will catch up soon. Rosita, thank you very much for joining. Thank you so much. Thank you, Doug. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 